0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the channel. It is currently 5.21 a.m. East Coast time, and it is Sunday, November 17th. It is my sister's birthday. have to remember that right after this video. Well, already do, so... Pat on the bat for that one. We have an NBA four-game slate today. There's six teams playing on the day, or six games playing on the day, but only four on some of the fantasy drafts and DraftKings, pretty much their main slate. I know the NFL's today. We're going to have our Closing Thoughts podcast today over on Patreon. We're going to have our live stream on YouTube at 11 a.m. for one hour. Come and join. Ask me any Q&A that you have if you're listening on the podcast. Be sure to check that out. If you have not yet checked that out on the YouTube channel, be sure to check that out at 11 a.m. East Coast time but for right now uh, I'm going to try and sh- stay true to my word as much as I can I have an NBA video every single day and I'm sure maybe one day down the road something will come up that I just can't do it but for right now it's a four game slate it's easy to, to digest or at least on the surface it should be but when one team has seven questionable players today you know we're going to have some head scratchers but if you're somebody who pays close attention to the NBA while the NFL is going on you're going to have people just forgetting to change lineups in the NFL because they have stuff going on too as well so with that said, be sure to hit that subscribe button before we get into it. If you're new here, my name is Sal Vetri. I do indeed cover daily fantasy sports in the NFL, NBA, WNBA, and the MLB streets. Like I said, we have NFL content coming out today. We have NFL content coming out every single day on multiple mediums, whether it's the podcast, the YouTube channel, or Patreon, which is my exclusive content linked up down below. For the NBA exclusive content, you get my NBA model every single day and my interest pools, which usually comes out on Sundays, a little bit later due to just all the NFL overload of stuff, probably sometime around two or three, since it's only a four game slate, Maybe I can get that to all of you even earlier, even sooner. So with all of that said, welcome. Hit the subscribe button before we get into this video. And if you are watching on or listening on the podcast, I appreciate a five-star rate interview. The three winners were actually announced or or were sent over to Fantasy Draft last night um, for a free... Taken into the contest and all those winners really did was they rated and reviewed the podcast and i'm going to pull that up right now actually on my phone because why not so the three winners and we're going to announce them this is um, sort of spontaneous if i can get this to load the three winners one k mellow is the first winner. Uh, congratulations, you, you should have a fantasy draft entry into your account probably by 10 a.m. East Coast time today at the very latest. AA Perez 44, I believe that is Aaron. I always see you commenting and supporting my work since the beginning, so thank you so much. And then Reezy with a Z5. So, uh, congratulations to all of you. You will be entered uh, into or you will be given a ticket into the fantasy draft main event. Hopefully by 10 a.m. today. If you don't have it by then, just reach out to me via Twitter and we'll get it. But I have it all emailed to them. If you want to be entered into a chance to win that, just rate and review the podcast. Leave your fantasy, hand or fantasy draft handle in the um, description or in the um, comment section of your review. So with that said... Uh, Speaking of fantasy draft, they're revolutionizing the way that you play daily fantasy sports, and yes, I am 100% going over to fantasy draft with all of my entries for the next week of NBA, um, potentially starting today, probably starting on Monday once I get this bankroll tool that I have all fined up, um, just to really track and and show the impact of it. I've been doing it little by little uh, in the NFL, I've been doing it little by little in the NBA, going a whole day here and there playing on fantasy draft, but you just have no rake, you have no... Interest, you can call it management fees. Uh, you're paying 10 to 12 percent. So, if you're putting in a hundred dollars, expect to lose 10 of that at a minimum to rake and probably somewhere on average between 12 to 15. So, when you're next time depositing into DraftKings or FanDuel, just know that your hundred dollars, no, that's juiced all the way down. They're just not taking it up front. But the second you put your money into a tournament, you're pretty much giving it away long term to rake, especially, I mean, if you lose, you 100% are, um, because you're you're the reason that other people are winning there with the rake and the site is just profiting to crazy levels and can pay $400,000 on random showdown slates to first. So with that said, I'm just going to go over to fantasy draft where I'll pay a small fee per month. um, And I can get a lot of money down and have a lot of money come right back out to me. It's uh, it's pretty crazy that you can, in theory, if you think about it in a different way, just lower your your let's say your DraftKings or your your DFS, will say tax bracket um, by ten to fifteen percent by just going over to another site. That surely you can't win the million dollar millimaker but come on, are you gonna win the millie maker? I know it's a goal of some people, and if you're entering one hundred and fifty lineups and you're staying very much at it, then yeah, that's probably a viable goal for you to have. But if you're just entering in your one to three lineups a day. Oh, but Sal, some random person won the millimaker Maker the other day. Eh, come on, uh, it's it's not going to happen with your one your one lineup. It's just not. Um, but if you do, make sure to come back and wipe it in my face and rub it in my face because uh, then you deserve to do that. But just check out Fantasy Draft. It's linked up down below. I do get uh, it's a tracking link. I don't get any money from your um, your direct click, but they do track it and say, oh, they came from Sal Vetri's podcast and or YouTube channel. Okay, we should keep um, trying to promote his channel, which allows me to do this free content ten to fifteen hours a week on YouTube every single week. So. That said, let's get into it. This is a disgusting slate for a four-game slate because of the New Orleans Pelicans. And there's some other teams, but let's just start with New Orleans. Let's just jump right to them. Guys, there's seven players questionable. Five players missed last night, and then two players get hurt last night. So, look, out of these seven players, on a back-to-back, I'm sure some of them are just going to flat-out sit. I'm sure some of them are going to play, and it's not as bad, mainly Brandon Ingram. So, starting with Brandon Ingram, it's a knee injury. He was probable last night, and then he got moved to questionable. So maybe they're going to play him on the back end of the back-to-back, $7,400 against the Golden State Warriors, who were just um, uh, it's just just a G League team out there right now. He's 14400 on a fantasy draft. Questionable with a knee injury. If he's out, it helps Drew Holiday, who started at shooting guard last night until Frank Jackson got hurt and then had to take over as point guard. Helps Derek Favors, who got hurt last night as well. If he's even going to play with a back injury, I doubt it on a back-to-back. And then it helps Kendrick Williams, who played 39 minutes last night because of all these injuries. Uh, J.J. Redick missed yesterday with a toe injury. If he's out, it's going to help Etuan Moore pick up more minutes. Kendrick Williams, starting lineup rotation spot, probably gets a little bit more secure if if Hart and J.J. Redick miss. And then Nikhil uh, Alexander-Walker is if J.J. Redick misses. And also, um, if you get Josh Hart playing, he'll be a benefactor of that. Julia Okafor is questionable with an ankle. It'll help Derek Favors if he plays. But if Derek Favors doesn't play and then Julia Okafor is out, you had Jackson Hayes picking up uh, mid-20s minutes last night. You had Nicola Melli picking up 28 minutes last night. So these are both players who are below $3,500 tonight that if you get Derek Favors out, which I, if I had to guess, I think Derek Favors is the most likely to miss. Him and Frank Jackson getting injured last night and then having to play less than 24 hours later doesn't seem like the greatest idea for an older player with a back injury And Derek Favors. Um, so I imagine he sits out. So then it really comes down to if Favors is out, and we're kind of jumping ahead to Favors' injury designation, but if he is out, then, well, Jaleel Okafor at 3,700 becomes a fine play, and anybody starting at center becomes a fine play against Golden State. If Okafor misses with his ankle injury, just keep an eye on who starts, but both Jackson, Hayes, and Nicola Melli are going to just be forced into playing somewhere between 24 and 30 minutes tonight. And Nicole O'Malley and Jackson Hayes can both play center and power forward, and they're just going to, be ha- they're going to have to. Lonzo Ball is questionable with an adductor. He was questionable yesterday as well, which lately he's just been ruled out or doubtful. So maybe he gets playing on this um, back-to-back. He's 5700 on DraftKings. It's a really nice price against Golden State, who just lost D'Angelo Russell for a few weeks now. Drew Holiday um, would benefit if Lonzo Ball misses potentially see some more point guard duties. Frank Jackson, if he's going to play tonight, would benefit, but it's going to be a big if since he got hurt last night. And then uh, Nikhil Alexander Walker, the rookie who had a lot of run last night, he played um, mid thirties and right around thirties and minutes, I believe, and he, and he dropped thirty fantasy points. So another good spot for him if you get. Um, Frank Jackson, who got injured last night, out, and then Lanza the ball out. Josh Hart, he's questionable with a knee and ankle injury. If he is in, he's probably going to be starting if J.J. Reddick misses, so he, he would be benefactoring. If he is out and J.J. Reddick plays, well, then J.J. Redick is the person who benefits. So is Kendrick Williams, Etoin Moore, Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Derek Favors, we already touched on. Derek Favors is in. He's $7,000. He's priced up, but a good matchup against Colton slate, slate on a four game slate. Um, but if he's out, well, then go in the pecking order. Julio Local for him. check if he's in. Okay, good. He's a good play. Bad if he's out. Okay, well, then go to Jackson Hayes and Nicola Melli. Frank Jackson, last one from New Orleans out of these seven teams. $4,000 on DraftKings. Very cheap price point. 7400 on fantasy draft for a guy who, on a team that's just injury rentaled, but he hurt his neck last night, and he's probably not going to play tonight. That helps Drew Holiday. That helps Nikhil Alexander Walker. And if Lonzo Ball suits up, that would surely help him as well can't believe that alarm just went off. We're already up and going at it. I think I have another one as well set for 10 minutes from now. We'll turn that one off. But this is the slate of the New Orleans Pelicans, as it probably was last night for an extent. So, I mean, the biggest news here in the last three times the Pelicans have played with all their injuries, this is the most injuries they've had. Keep an eye on it. It's a back-to-back, so they can just chalk it up and say, you know what? There's seven players injured. They need players in a rotation. So I think At the very least, two of these players are going to suit up. If I had to guess, it would be Ingram, who's probable, and then questionably last night. And then maybe, maybe, maybe one of these J.J. Redick, Josh Hart, Lonzo Balls who can suit up today. But keep an eye on it. Look at these impacted players and kind of work through the podcast if there's injuries that are out. My projections will be updated up until lock. It's a four-game slate on NFL Sunday, so it's tougher because it's NFL Sunday, but I'm going to update them. It's only four games. It's super easy to handle, in my opinion, so... Be sure to check in with that. Once players are ruled out, I would take them out of the projections, allocate their minutes elsewhere, and change their usage a minute points per minute and their rates and all that, uh, so you will know what to do exactly. That is linked up down below over on Patreon. So that is New Orleans. That, that, that literally takes away more than half of the injuries that we have to talk about, or right around half. Getting to Atlanta, Kevin Herder will remain out for a couple of weeks with his rotator cuff. It's going to help. Cam Reddish, DeAndre Hunter, Alan Crabb, and also Evan Turner, who returned yesterday. Evan Turner is right here. He um, is—I have him him as questionable with an Achilles injury. He returned last night. He was probable. I only have him as questionable tonight. There's no official injury designation just because it's a back-to-back returning off of this Achilles injury after not playing for eight games. Maybe they just let him sit out. If he sits, it would help Alan Crabb, who's played 15 minutes in back-to-back games that he's been back— and DeAndre Hunter. Vince Carter is doubtful. I think he's just questionable, but he, there's been no signs of him coming back with a personal reason. Jabari Parker would continue to see 35 plus minutes and be underpriced once again. For Denver, Will Barton is questionable with an adductor. Lots of adductors going around these days. Gary Harris, Malik Beasley, Jamal Murray, and Torrey Craig would benefit. Jamal Murray, or, or not Jamal Murray, Malik Beasley, and Tory Craig, they're like barely in this rotation right now. Monte Morris has been playing um, pretty solid minutes into the 20s. Tory Craig's lucky if he sees double digits minutes. Malik Beasley's lucky if he sees five minutes as of late. Um so this should probably say Gary Harris. Um Gary Harris, and instead of Malik Beasley, I'm gonna switch this right now live to Monte Morris, Jamal Murray, and then Tory Craig a little bit. D'Angelo Russell for Golden State's gonna miss a few weeks, and oh my god, DraftKings messed up. DraftKings messed up. D'Angelo Russell is going to miss a few weeks. He's out with a thumb injury. The last time that D'Angelo Russell missed three games with an ankle injury, <clears throat> Kai Bowman started. He played 35-plus minutes in all three games. And in his worst game out there, he scored middling 20s in po- minutes or in points. And the other two, he scored into the 30s. You know what his price point is? $3,000, flat minimum. It's a, it's a lock button. Look, we're going to have a ton of value probably opening up from New Orleans, like a lot, like five, potentially four players below $4,000 and three below 3500 in Jackson Hayes and Nicola Melly uh, and Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Like those three players, if they open up today for New Orleans, any of them are starting. Any of them, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Jackson Hayes or Nicola Melly start today, you play them. You just play them. They're below $4,000, they're below 3500 and they're going to see 30 plus minutes in the starting rotation, which usually means they close the game. You play them. But if we're going away from the... um the Even if it's chalk, it's fine. But if we're going away from the New Orleans value and just trying to find value somewhere else, the best play on the slate, in my opinion, is Kai Bowman at $3,000 flat. He's going to have to play 35 minutes. You, you want to know something? Not only is D'Angelo Russell out, Damian Lee is also out for another probably week or maybe even more. And, and when the last time when... D'Angelo Russell missed. Damian Lee was forced to play somewhere around like 26 to 28 minutes. So now not only are D'Angelo Russell's 34 minutes a game gone, Damian Lee's 26 to 28 minutes a game are gone. So you're going to have Kai Bowman playing those 35 minutes normally when D'Angelo Russell was there. And there's only three guards unless they're probably going to have to call somebody up. I see Alec Burks. I see Jordan Poole, the rookie. And I see um, Kai Bowman. So Bowman at $3,000 flat is going to have a fantastic matchup against New Orleans in a high-paced spot. And not only that, he's going to have to play 35 minutes as a minimum. He probably plays 38 in this game. So, yeah, if I'm playing 150 lineups, I would have 100% of Kai Bowman today. If I'm playing five lineups, I would have 100%. There's your tidbit for the show on who to play. A.B. Bradley um, is out with a le- uh, just a leg fracture. Uh, KCP, Alex Crusoe, Danny Green, see bumps. Crusoe played 29 minutes after playing 25 the game before. KCP is he played like 25 minutes, he had like 20 fantasy points. He's look honestly, a slate, a four game slate. We have so much value in New Orleans. We just talked about Kai Bowman, even like guys like Alec Burke, Jordan Poole uh, for Golden State will be valuable. Glenn Robinson. I really don't want to be forcing in KCP, a wing who really relies on hitting like three threes a game to be valuable. Same could be said for Alex Caruso, although Caruso at least drives to the basket and will get to the line and at least finish sometimes. Um, Danny Green will also benefit from that injury. Uh, Jonathan Isaac is for Orlando, is questionable today with an ankle. This is important. It would make Al Camino another good value, who at 3,200 last time out scored 36 fantasy points. Evan Fournier, who is priced up now to 6K, uh, it would be impacted. And Aaron Gordon, who's now priced up to the mid 6K range, would also be impacted. Thomas Bryant is questionable with a hip injury. If he's out, you have another extreme piece of really good value in more to Wagner, or, or oh, it's not Wagner, I'm sorry, Mo Wagner, that is how it is pronounced. Uh, Mo Wagner and, and Rui Hachamaria would be benefiting from Thomas Bryan out against um, Orlando, which is a really tough matchup, of course, but Mo Wagner is dirt cheap today. Below four thousand dollars, I believe, or right at four thousand, for a guy who would play thirty plus minutes at the, at the four and the five. Jordan McRae is doubtful with an illness. This would impact Ish Smith for Washington. So that is it. the The story of this slate is that D'Angelo Russell's out, and DraftKings just did not move Kai Bowman's price tag. So he's he's a lock button in my opinion. And then obviously the rest of the story is the seven Pelicans who are currently listed as questionable. And I'm sure somewhere around noon, and hopefully it's a back to back, so I don't think they're going to even even have a shoot around. So you're going to see just a laundry list of news probably coming in later in the day around five five. 36. And we're going to have to adjust to it on the fly, which gives us probably an advantage over all the NFL people today. Target offense sheet, there's only four games, so this should be rather quickly. Please hit that subscribe button while if you are still watching. Um, this, is NFL, this is NFL Sunday, but NBA content. Uh, I'm hoping to continue to be able to do this every single day as long as the viewership last week it was around 2,500 views, which is like half the size as normal, which makes sense because of the NFL. But if we can continue to get at least decent viewership like that, I will continue to do this on Sundays. So please hit the subscribe button. The like button allows this video to reach more people. So we don't have the total on Golden State and New Orleans yet. Um, Makes sense, right? No D'Angelo Russell for Golden State. No potentially seven players for New Orleans. I'm sure somebody plays, but uh, they don't know yet, and neither do I. So there's no total yet on that game. We'll see once there's indications of who is playing later in the day. The total probably comes out, and we can talk about it then. But for right now, the three other games, Washington and Orlando. Washington has the second highest total on the slate for now, 114.5. Orlando has a 107.5, so you actually have... This is this is um this must be backwards. Um, you have let me look at my Vegas. The, the seven point favorite has to be Orlando in this matchup. There, there's no way that this is. Um, you have one fourteen point seven five. You yep, have the seven point favorite is indeed, uh, Orlando. This is not where this belongs. I believe it. I believe it's Orlando. We're going to have to check the tapes, but um, I'll check afterwards. I believe that I just typed it in wrong. I believe the seven-point favorite in this matchup is Orlando, and I believe they're probably the 114.5 team total. Um, now this is going bug to bug me if, if it's not. But either way, the game doesn't project a blowout or anything. Washington, not much stands out. Like, if Thomas Bryant misses, you can go to Mo Wagner. Uh, it's a really tough matchup. It's the toughest matchup on the slate for Mo Wagner, so it's not really something that I condone wanting to go to. There's really another tough matchup against um, Denver on the slate. But either way, Nikola Vucevic... Is not a great spot to go up against. If Jonathan Isaac is out, it's a little bit better against Alfred Camino, but not miles better. Um, so, yeah, Washington's just kind of a watch. You have Bradley Beal priced up on the slate. You have Isaiah Thomas at a fair price point, but you never really know what to get from him. And why pay for a mid-5K guard who is probably going to play more times than not 28, 30 minutes at best when you can play pay for a 3K flat guard who's going to play 35 to 40 minutes at best. So. Washington, just nothing stands out. You can get to some Rui Hedger and or Mo Wagner only if Thomas Bryan is out. If Thomas Bryan is in, really tough matchup for a guy who just can't stay out of foul trouble, whatever the matchup he's in. So I really don't have confidence even in the $6,300 price tag. The price tag's really nice, but the guy just can't stay out of foul trouble and it's an overpowering matchup for him. If Thomas Bryan is in, he's the only thing I want from this game. If he's out, Mo Wagner would be the only thing at a value type of play that I would want from this game. On the opposite side of it, um, Alfa Camino, if he's in and Jonathan Isaac is out, starting again, Alfred Camino has the best matchup on the slate at the power forward position against a weak rebounding Washington team that if they don't have Thomas Bryant becomes even weaker. And then yes, Nikola Vucevic, whether it's Thomas Bryant or one of those backups, I'm hoping it's a backup. Obviously, you get Mo Wagner against Nikola Vucevic. That is a overpowering matchup for Vucevic. Fooch is only $8,200 on a four-game a four slate. He is a, a smash play for me. Marco Fultz price point coming up, been very stable uh, by far, the best year of his career, obviously missing a whole um – or last year just a whole season with injury and then last year just not having a shot. So it's very easy to have your best season, but at least he's making improvements and good for him is all I want to say there. Very good for him actually. Um but really from Orlando, really all I want is Vooch and then Alfredo Camino if Jonathan Isaac misses. Everybody else seems to be priced up. Fournier priced up. If you have no um, Jonathan Isaac, Fournier should continue to have more shots and usage. But I just don't feel like paying six K and a four game slate for Fournier. So from this game it's very simple for me. In this order, it's Vooch on his own tier of his own. Um, and then after Vooch, it really just becomes Alpha Camino if Jonathan Isaac is out. And then if Thomas, in, if Thomas Bryan is in, he would be my third option from this game. If he's out, it would be Mo Wagner my third option, and maybe get to some Rui, but probably not much. I really want to get to Bradley Beal, but he's 9,600 on a four-game slate where Anthony Davis is cheaper than him where Trey Young is the same price tag uh, pretty much as him, I think a little bit cheaper. So it's just not a spot that I'm going to get all that much of. But again, there's so much value on the slate that if you're playing like three $3,000 players today who project for 32, 35 plus minutes from the Golden State and New Orleans game, well, then you probably can get to Bradley Beal without sweating it all that much. So if it's a spot where you can just get to Bradley Beal and you're not forcing it in, then you're probably securing in 45 fantasy points on a low end, 60 on a high end. And Orlando is not as good as they actually seem against the guard position, the point guard, shooting guard. And Bradley Beale is pretty much a ball dominating shooting guard. He's a he he he's, he su- suits up as a shooting guard, but he he plays as a point guard in terms of how dominant he is with the ball in his hands. Um, so yeah, it's a spot you can get to if you have the money left over. Denver and Memphis, um, another really odd paced game here. That Memphis has been playing very fast, led by John Morant. I I encourage you, and I've been saying it since the last time we did a video after John Morant had the game winner. Go watch John Morant's just tape, just his accelerated tape, any highlight package you want from the, this season. He is the most fun player to watch, in my opinion, in the league right now, in the entire league right now. Oh, but Trey Young's in the league. Luka Doncic is in the league. All these players, yeah. John Morant is the most entertaining player to watch in the entire league. Like, he is Russell Westbrook, except younger, and, pro, and a way better three-point shooter. John Moran's shooting like 45% from three-point range right now. Now, Russell Westbrook can only dream of doing that. But yeah, go watch him. He is a seven-point underdog today with a the lowest implied team total on the slate at 102.5. Denver, seven-point favorites with a 109.5 team total. It's, this is probably going to be the lowest game total on the slate. Denver just plays so slow, it's a huge pace-down spot for Memphis. Which, on my early interest, you're going to see I have early interest in John Morant because I continue to think he's too cheap, even if he is only going to play 28 to 30 minutes a game. But it's a really unappealing spot. If they're going to lose in this one about four possessions, 4.2 possessions is what I have Memphis losing in this game. They usually are 107 possession per team, um, or possession per game type of team. They're only going to have 103.1 today. 103.2. So tough matchup there. I don't really want Jonas Valanciunas today. I think there's better options. Definitely value options going to be opening up or right around him who are not in as bad of matchups. So right now for Memphis, it's really just, I guess you have value. Dylan Brooks is priced up. Don't want that. Jay Crowder had a nice game last time out. He's priced up. I think there's way better value that you're going to get more minutes for a cheaper price tag out of and probably more production. Memphis is really just John Moran if you want to take stabs on it. Denver side of the ball, there's lots of pieces here. If you have Will Barton out, I like Jamal Murray a little bit more. I like Gary Harris a little bit more. If, if Will Barton's in, it's just kind of a wash. You can get the Barton, but I don't really have as much interest. Nikola Jokic I'll continue to go to. I prefer Nikola Vucevic on this slate for a cheaper price point and a, a way better matchup. So from Denver, I prioritize Nikola Jokic, Paul Millsap, then Jamal Murray. If indeed you get Will Barton out, I probably prioritize it. Uh, Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic, and then Paul Millsap, Gary Harris. That was an easy one. That game is kind of boring. These first two games were really kind of boring. Um, going on to Atlanta and the Lakers, a really good spot here for Trey Young. I like Trey Young. I prefer Trey Young over Bradley Beal on this slate. Um, you're going to have Avery Bradley out, who's probably one of the guys who can stop Trey Young. So Avery Bradley is going to be out. Alex Cruz is going to get more minutes. KCP is going to get more minutes. That's just a better matchup for Trey Young, although he seems matchup proof right now because he can't miss. But also, you're going to have probably Rajon Rondo getting more minutes, which is by far a better matchup for. Um, I don't know if uh, for Trey Young. I don't know if anybody's paid attention as of late, but Rajon Rondo last two or three years, yeah, defense is, is not really something that is in his um in his uh, versatility or in his. um his skill set. So Trey Young stands out for sure there. Jabari Parker is the only other thing I want here. Jabari's 7,200, but people think he's just the old Jabari Parker. He's made strides and taken steps forward, but he's also going to play 35 minutes a game. Like he's not going to hope to play 26 in this one and should be like a 4K player. He's going to play 35 minutes a game. Vince Carter, keep an eye on his status. If he's out, Jabari's just going to be forced into a higher ceilings minutes and a more stable minutes floor in the mid 30s. So, yeah, it's Trey Young, then it's Jabari Parker, and I really prioritize Trey Young on this slate. Lakers side of it, really hard not to like Anthony Davis at a low 9K price tag. Um, I'm going to get to Anthony Davis. It's the highest team total on the slate. They're 14 point favorites, which is concerning, but it should be a track meet. Both teams are some of the fastest paced teams in the. League, you have Atlanta averaging over 106 possessions per game. Uh, the Lakers averaging close to 100, uh, 106, but 105.6 possessions per game. The pace I projected for today is 107.4 possessions per team. Lakers, huge favorites, 14-point favorites, 218 game total. Atlanta, only a 102 team total. So all I'm seeing from this one is I like Trey Young, I like Jabari Parker on the Atlanta side. On the Lakers side, you have no Avery Bradley, which is going to open up more minutes for KCP, Alex Caruso, and or Danny Green in this rotation. Honestly, I just avoid this gross Lakers value if you get New Orleans value. Like KCP is gross value. He could play 30 minutes and get 12 fantasy points for you. His 25 minutes and 20 the last time out is going to get a lot of game log watchers, watchers excited. I'm not going to really go back to it. Alex crusoe has been seeing stable minutes. He's actually a more productive fantasy point per minute producer than KCP. So I'd, I'd rather get to Alex Cruz at a similar price point to KCP. I'd rather get to Danny Green, who's probably going to be some more secure for 25 minutes. But we know he's just very reliant on shooting in this offense. Here's the deal. If LeBron and AD are active, and AD is currently listed as probable, and I have no reason to believe LeBron's going to sit today if they're both active, the usage for everybody else on this team is disgusting. So I'd rather just not take their usage that is going to be like the fourth and fifth options with like 10% usage rates for Alex Caruso and Danny Green and, and KCP. And I'd rather go to New Orleans where I'm sure some value is going to open up and they're going to be the, the most usage, the highest usage player on their team behind like Drew Holiday today. So uh, Lakers value is pretty much a wash. I don't want it. I'd rather have Kai Bowman by a mile. I'd rather have Nik- Nikhil uh, Alexander Walker if he opens up, Jackson Hayes, if all these values open up. Even Kendrick Williams was more expensive now in the 5k range, but I find that value point per dollar to be much, much better than Alex Crusoe and these guys. Golden State in New Orleans, it's a lock button for me for Kai Bowman today, even in a somewhat difficult matchup, but it's going to be a track meet. They're going to be getting an extra about two possessions in this one for Golden State. Kai Bowman's going to have to play at a minimum, like 34 minutes, probably a median 36. And with the ceiling of playing 40 today with no D'Angelo Russell, and only three active guards, so give me Kai Bowman. I like Alec Burks to play 32 to 34 minutes, and he's a very good producer who has a ceiling on him who can hit the three. Alec Burks is a very good shooting guard who probably starts at shooting guard today, and if he doesn't, he's just going to primarily back up Kai Bowman, and then he's going to primarily back up Jordan Poole because they have no other guard depth. Maybe Glenn Robinson III plays a little bit shooting guard today, but either way, I think Alec Burks plays 30 minutes on an average, if not more, today, so I like him. Draymond Green's 6,200 in a very favorable matchup, especially especially if you have no Derek Favors and Julio Okafor. I mean, Okafor is no defensive threat, but if you have none of those guys, it's already a good matchup for Draymond down low. Um, it gets even better if it's Jackson Hayes and obviously Nicola Milic. I don't have to tell you that that's a really good spot for Draymond. Draymond, though, I don't know if he's a priority on this sleep. Just because I already like Kai Bowman and he opens up value, like it's very stars and scrubs. You can get two to three $3,000 players, it seems, on this slate and then just get your LeBron in your lineup, get your Trey Young in your lineup, get your Anthony Davis, right? Those types of lineups. So I don't know if he's a priority as much, but he's in a good spot. And then also Willie Colley Stein's been playing around 25 minutes per game. Really good spot for Willie, especially if those injuries come through. I prioritize Golden State as Kai Bowman, Alec Burks, Draymond Green, and Willie Colley Stein. New Orleans, I can't even talk about right now. They just have seven guys injured. Um, check the injuries. If Nikhil Alexander starts, I lock him in. I like him. If Jackson Hayes or Nicola Melli start, one of them start, I hope it would be Nicola Melli. He seems to be the better point-per-minute producer, but either of them, they're going to play 20. Whichever one starts will play like 28 minutes. The other one will play 24, if not more, if there's foul trouble or they're just playing better. So just keep an eye on these injuries. I don't think Derek Favors plays today after injuring his back like 12 hours ago, um, I don't think Frank Jackson plays today after injuring his neck like 12 hours ago. He's probably going to wake up a little bit sore, whiplash, something. I don't know. But those guys are probably going to be out. So then it really comes down to what's the status of Lonzo Ball, what's the status of Julio Okafor um, and and J.J. Redick and all these guys to see if indeed Alexander Walker, Jackson Hayes, and... um, even guys like Etwan Moore and Nicola Meli are going to be a value today. So keep an eye on that. Let's get to the early interest. There's a laundry list of them because of all the value that is out there today. And I'll just read it off for the people on the podcast. And if you're listening on the YouTube version, you can go ahead and you can just quickly check it out. And before you leave, you could hit that um, five-star rate interview on the podcast. And you could also, before you leave, I would greatly appreciate it if you hit the subscribe and the like button. So let me just open up some of this stuff. We're going to leave him as a yellow, as a maybe. Okay, so in... in the order of the slate, LeBron James at 10,700 on DraftKings, 19,100 on Fantasy Draft, the already built in value of Kai Bowman on this slate, and then potentially the value of guys like Alfarouk Alfred, Alfred Camino at 43, um, and then potentially all the New Orleans value that we talked about, it just makes it really hard not to want to get to LeBron, who I find it very hard to believe he doesn't get 50 in this matchup against Atlanta, and more times than not, he gets 55 to 60. And on a slate where there's just not many top end options, like you have the Lakers as top end options, you have Trey Young and Bradley Beal. There's no Giannis on the slate. There's no big centers, right? Anthony Davis is a power forward center, but outside of that, there's no Carl anthony Towns, there's no Drummonds, um, there's none of these top-end players that you're used to, James Harden, so LeBron James is a priority for me on the slate because you have all the value, then Trey Young after that, and Anthony Davis at $9,200 is just a joke, and Anthony Davis at 9200 I get it, he hasn't been producing as well as of late, literally one game, what is that before that, he's been smashing a $9,200 price tag for 50 uh, 50 points out of his back pocket, averaging 50.6 points per game, 30% usage rate, 35 minutes per game. My priorities on the slate at the top end are 1, Anthony Davis, 2, LeBron James, 3, Trae Young. Nikola Jokic at 8,700. I think he might get lost today in a really good rebounding spot. Lost meaning that nobody owns him because you have all those top end guys, and then you have really good plays around him in Drew Holiday and Nikola Vucevic. I really don't prioritize Jokic at all, but if the ownership is dirt low in a four-game slate, I just force myself to get there for some leverage. Drew Holiday at 8,400. Keep an eye on all the injury news, but against Golden State, it doesn't get much better against the worst defensive rating team. If he, saw, if he starts at point guard today, meaning that Lonzo's still out, Frank Jackson is out. Um, if he starts at point guard, it's just a great spot, even if Brandon Ingram plays at 8,400. He's way too cheap against Golden State. Nikola Vucevic, really good matchup in a rebounding spot against Washington that might not have Thomas Bryant, 25% usage, uh, usage rate for Vucevic, 32 minutes per game. And then just some other options that I don't really think I get too much because of where they're priced, but Jabari Parker at 7,200, John Moran at 6,500, and Draymond Green at 6,200. I think there's just too much value on the slate that you can get three or four players in your lineup below 5K and a couple below 4K, and then you just get up to all these guys at $8,000 or above. So Jabari Parker, John Morant, and Draymond Green, I think are very good plays. I probably like Jabari the most because he's been starting at the four and getting some five minutes, but you can roster him as a small forward, so just getting more upside into your lineups. Lonzo Ball, Kendrick Williams, and Mo Mo Wagner are my only three 5k players I like, and they're all in yellow because they all rely on injuries. Lonzo Ball himself, if he plays, he's in a good spot against Golden State at 5,700. There might be a minutes limit on him, so keep an eye on it. He's been averaging around 30 fantasy points per game, 20% usage and 29 minutes per game, but that can surely go down off the injury, so keep an eye on that. If all of these New Orleans guy, guys misses miss, or only half of them miss and three or four guys are out, either way, Kendrick Williams is going to have to play like a minimum of 28 minutes with the upside like you saw last night of playing 39 minutes. So 5,400 is way too cheap. Uh, small forward eligibility for a guy who would play a lot of power forward if the things line up correctly for him. Mo Wagner at 5,200. Honestly, I think I'm going to make Mo Wagner in red. He's in yellow right now. I thought he was cheaper. I said he was 4,000 earlier in the show, but he's $5,200. I thought he was cheaper. So if there's no Thomas Bryant, you're getting $5,200 Mo Wagner, who, even if he scores like 25 fantasy points, isn't killing or isn't lighting it up for you in a four-game slate to win a tournament, and he has one of the toughest matchups. So I'm going I'm to just gonna get rid of Mo Wagner right now. If Thomas Bryant is out. You could still go there. There's somewhat of a ceiling, but it's just not one that I want to get to. Alec Burks and Willie Cauley-Stein are both 4900 on the same team. Willie Cauley-Stein actually $300 less on Fantasy Draft. So if you want to make that decision, it's better on Fantasy Draft. I actually like Alec Burks today. He's going to have to play. He's been playing about 20 minutes per game or 25.7 minutes per game. He's going to have to play 30-plus today. Like They just don't have Damian Lee. They don't have D'Angelo Russell. He's probably going to have to play 32-plus, and this is a really good point-per-minute producer um, who you can roster as a shooting guard. will probably play backup point guard if he doesn't start at the two. Um, so, yeah, give me Alec Burks at 4,900. I think he's a very sneaky play who probably goes unnoticed today, and I think you can roster Alec Burks and Kai Bowman next to each other today. Al Camino at 4,300, only in play today for me, obviously. If Jonathan Isaac misses, he'll be a power forward that you can roster at the small forward spot. Don't get carried away with what he did last game. It's can, he's not going to always go out there and average 1.2 fantasy points per minute. <clears throat> he's not that type of guy. He's around like a .95 or one-point fantasy point per minute producer. But he should play as many minutes as he can handle if, indeed, Jonathan Isaac is out. And now we get to this just gross Lakers value, or $4,000 Alex Caruso, $4,000 Danny Green, $3,700 Kentravius um, Caldwell Pulp KCP. Out of these three guys, I prefer Alex Caruso the most. Just playing the most stable minutes and has the most upside in terms of how he gets his points. He'll pick up a lot of a lot more rebounds than those other guys. He won't rely nearly as much on just spot up shooting. He'll drive to the basket. So Caruso is the guy I would want. I'm honestly just going to get rid of KCP. Uh, even if he starts, I really don't care if he if he plays 25 minutes alongside LeBron and Anthony Davis more times than not, he's going to score like 18 fantasy points. And there's too much value on the sleep for me to want to get there. Danny Green, I keep in red. You can get to him, but I really don't want him too much. And then you get to all this New Orleans. Like the rest of this is pretty much New Orleans. Um, Julia Locofour is in play if he's if he's starting and there's no Derek Favors. If he's out, well then you have the next two guys on this list: Jackson Hayes at thirty three hundred, Nicole Melia at three thousand dollars flat. If both Julia Locofour and Derek Favors are out, those two guys are really good plays today. Whichever one starts is the guy that I would want to start more in my lineups. And then Keel, Alexander Walker at thirty one hundred. Coming off of a huge minutes game last night, scored 30-plus fantasy points. I think he scored like 38 fantasy points. He's 3,100. You could roster him as a shooting guard if there's no Frank Jackson and there's no um, Josh Hart and there's no J.J. Redick and there's no Alonzo Ball. A lot of things have to happen, but if all those guys miss on a back-to-back, and I think a couple will, maybe all of them will see, well, then Nikki Alexander-Walker, He's in play. Kai Bowman at $3,000 slot. Going to play 35 plus minutes at point guard today. He's a lock in all my lineups. And then Nicole Amelia, we talked about. So keep an eye on all the New Orleans news. I will update the projections throughout the day. I'm going to go do the Closing Thoughts podcast now for Patreon. And if you do want to enter into that or you do want to get entered, um, or just listen to that Patreon exclusive podcast, hit the link up down below. Also, check out me on my social medias, at SalvatureDFS on Twitter, Salvature on Instagram. Usually, I open up some things on the Instagram stories and posts here and there. I've done it two times this week, and sometimes I'll do it even more. um, And I'll just open up, hey, this is free today, or hey, this is free for an hour, but only my Instagram following will know. I won't share it on Twitter. Obviously, on YouTube, you won't know about it. So go ahead and follow me over on Instagram if you're still listening on the podcast or the YouTube channel. It is just Sal Vetri, Sal underscore Vetri, underscore V-E-T-R-I. It is linked up in the description down below. Thank you all for tuning into this video. Hit the subscribe button before you leave, and be sure to check out Fantasy Draft. That is also linked up down below. My name is Sal. You already know that. Peace out, gang. I hope you enjoyed that podcast, and before you go, if I can get you to subscribe and follow the podcast, download a few if you wish, but if you enjoyed this podcast, if you could please subscribe. Helps me out. Helps support it, so thank you so much, and I will see you in the next one.